Happy Families podcast. It's the podcast for the time poor parent who just wants answers now. If you can have three rules around your boys, try not to hurt yourself, try not to hurt anyone else and try not to damage the world around you. And now here's the stars of our show, my mum and dad. G'day, this is Dr. Justin Coulson, the author of six books about raising happy families. And I'm here with Kylie, my wife and co-host, uh, mum to our six kids. Uh, Kylie, every now and again, I mean, I love Wednesdays because we always talk to somebody who's got great wisdom and great things to share with us. But today, a really special day, talking with uh, somebody that has been talking parenting for so long and does it so well and is a genuinely an Australian favourite when it comes to parenting expert. In fact, probably worldwide, people people know Maggie Dent. A couple of years ago, Maggie wrote a book called Mothering Our Boys. And you saw it on the bookshelf and you were like, what are you reading that for? Because <laughs> we really don't have any experience in that area, do we? And I'm like, well, one day we'll have grandkids and we're going to have sons-in-law, I'm, I'm, I'm anticipating. We've got one already. Uh, but, but that led to another book, which I think is just a, a wonderful, wonderful book for us to talk about. From Boys to Men, Helping Our Teen Boys to Grow into Happy, Healthy Men. And Maggie joins us right now. Maggie, so good of you to be with us. Oh, hi, Dustin. Hi, Kylie. Thank you for inviting me up for a little chat. Maggie, your book is inspirational. And as somebody who only has six girls, uh, it's a little bit confusing to me because every now and again, I sit down to write stuff about boys and I know what the research says. But what I loved about your book is you know what the practice is. You've raised four boys to manhood and uh, now you're looking after grandkids. I am. And also in amongst that 15 years as a high school teacher and five or six years of full-time counselling troubled kids and the boys would come to me, which was a little bit unusual. So you're absolutely right. The lived experience, but also I'm I'm a, one of those girls who was kind of part boy. So I don't get girls as well as I get boys. So it's interesting. And I think it was a preparation for everything I do today, even though I, I, I really like girls and I have granddaughters. I am fascinated by them, um, but as you say, I, it, it is something that's really been big in my life to help help little boys and big boys be okay because often they're really confused. I, I love the way you say that because I'm, I'm exactly the reverse. I, I like boys and I, I'm fascinated by them, but for me, having six daughters, it's changed the way that I view girls and women and and I feel so much more confident talking in that sphere which is why we've got you on so I wanted to raise something uh, with you and that is that my impression the more research that I do the more I talk with families my impression is that the world is just not very kind to boys at all especially well well, at all ages but right now I'm thinking of little boys and the the way like the ways preschools and, and especially big school it just doesn't seem to be nice to them. I was having a, um, a conversation with my sister-in-law the other day, Maggie, and she um, I asked her how things were going with the new school. They've just recently moved. And she said, oh, look, you know, I think we've just come to understand that the school that we want and that we hope for our children is just not there. And she shared this experience with me. And um, So they've got two boys at school right now. And, and Rue is seven and... In his class, there is a little boy who is just rambunctious. He's got so much energy to burn um, and his name goes up on the blackboard every day for bad behaviour. And when um, my sister-in-law was talking to her son about it, she said, well, is he, a, is he a bad boy? Does he hurt people? Is he unkind? And he said, no, mum, he just can't sit still. And 
then she said, well, what do they do when his name's been on the board all day? And he said, they keep him in at lunchtime. And we were just talking about just how unfair this is. This kid who can't, you know, sit still is actually being um, punished by the very thing that he needs to get through the school day. And that's to allow his body to move and, you know, kind of run and expend that energy. And it just is so disheartening that after everything that we know, in all, you know, the research that's been done and over the years that schooling doesn't seem to have improved any bit better from even when I was at school. No, Kylie, you're absolutely right. It is heartbreaking. Um, there is this, there is still what we call societal norms that actually think there's an inevitability to boys behaving badly, which is so wrong because we disrespect their need for movement and it is much higher and there's lots of reasons why that we can now show. We're also push formalised learning down, so we're expecting little boys to be able to sit longer, cross their legs, but apparently their joints aren't as flexible as girls, so that can cause them pain. Um, they also don't process verbal language as well. They're in, unable to identify emotions and express them without physicality. So what we do is punish them and shame them. And the whole, you know, traffic light system and red names on a board shames boys deeply. So what happens is we make them wrong. We don't make the fact that they're struggling to do something. We don't work with them to help them manage that need for movement. We make them wrong. And what that does is buries a rage that will come up, sadly, uh, as they get into puberty when the limbic brain grows. So that, that's why we often have really angry boys later. After the break, Maggie, I want to talk more about the culture of how we deal with boys and ways that we can all improve our understanding of how they think and feel. It's the Happy Families Podcast. For a happier family, try a Happy Families membership because a happy family doesn't just happen. Details at happyfamilies.com.au. It's the Happy Families podcast, the podcast for the time-poor parent who just wants answers now. And today we're talking with Maggie Dent, mother to four boys. Maggie, do you see the culture around our boys as being unkind? Oh, golly. I, you know, every now and then I'll work in a centre that's actually been to my, some of my work and they've got this different approach so that the boys that need can't sit still on the mat more than two or three minutes are towards the back and they're okay to jiggle on a chair where they're able to jiggle their foot without getting busted for it and they're able to concentrate more so they're able to participate more and what they desperately need, the same as every girl, is a sense that I belong and people care for me. So when we actually have evidence that shows that we speak more harshly to boys than girls, so what's that telling sensitive little boys, and all of them are sensitive, even though that rambunctious one um, looks like he's tough, he's not. So the whole myth is boys are not tough. In actual fact, girls are emotionally way tougher. Uh, They do have a physicality. So thank you for that. But that is one of the reasons that I started jumping up and down, because we have to look at the way that we're starting to raise little boys uh, into a system that doesn't necessarily serve them until a lot later, around eight and nine, they can sit a little bit better. Maggie, I want to pick up on something that you've just highlighted. You, you talked about the research around uh, the different expectations, the way we speak to boys versus girls. And, and that data, from what I've seen, from a developmental psychology point of view, that, that's from the earliest ages. We're, we're much more likely to goo-goo and gaga over a six-month-old girl than we are a boy. And by the time they're 12 months and 18 months and 24 months, all of a sudden it's like, stop crying, cut that out, stop acting like a girl. Yes. As you would know, I mean, you've written about it. Um, the boys at school are much more likely to get in trouble. They're much more likely to be put on detention. They're much more likely to, to be suspended and expelled. There's 
they they just get in trouble more than girls and it's almost like we've feminized our education system and and as the kids get older we see girls doing better at school which is wonderful i mean it's great it's great that girls are doing well i'm not saying that they shouldn't do well but girls are graduating with higher grades consistently girls are getting into the better courses now girls are uh really really doing well and it's a wonderful moment for girls to shine but it shouldn't be at the expense of boys can we lift everybody rather than saying well we've got to do this for girls and therefore we've got to put the boys down what what do we do as parents like if there's a take-home message in terms of the way we talk to our boys the way we educate our boys the way we raise these little kids let's say up to about the age of 10 or 12 what would you say are the the the, the fundamentals that parents need to know about boys as opposed to girls Look, I think the fundamental needs of them is exactly the same, Justin. So, you know, we know that strong attachment and relationships are really what helps all children thrive. So you've got to work out how you're building that, even though you have a boy that's more impulsive that wants to jump off the garage roof and you can't believe he did it because he didn't think about it. Um, We don't make them wrong in those moments. But what we do is I just say if you can have three rules around your boys that you have either stuck on the fridge, try not to hurt yourself, try not to hurt anyone else and try not to damage the world around you. So when they do those things, we come back to them that you're not wrong. It was the choice you made. And so the emotional coaching is really important with from a tender place. But they can't do it in the heat of the moment because they can't hear you. Um, they're very defensive very early. So we probably leave it 24 hours probably bath time, little chat as you're going to bed. Remember when you jumped on your brother from the top bunk and mummy got a bit upset? And I need you to know why that wasn't a good choice. So it's a slightly different way of doing it. Um, but the thing is, can you can you be the tender, loving parent following all these moments? Can you love them when they get that message home from school? Can you love them if they've run in to say goodbye to their friend and punch them in the head instead of giving them a high five because they, in the moment they just forgot what they were doing? Can you really see the the world through their eyes and help them understand that there are other ways of being, that they're not wrong, that sometimes they make choices that aren't really good ones? I think there's a reason they call you the queen of common sense. I I love those three rules. Try not to hurt yourself. Try not to hurt anyone else. And and what was it about the world? What was that third one? Yeah, try not to damage the world around you. Yeah, yeah, so so good. Maggie, this has just been such an amazing conversation and that's saying something considering I'm a mum of all girls, so this actually really doesn't have a huge impact on me. But I would love it if you would be willing to come back and chat to us again tomorrow. That's kind of breaking the rules. We don't normally do that. Enough. You know what? Let's let's do it. Maggie, you cool with that? Thank you so much, you guys. Yeah, because what I really want to talk about as well is just this this national conversation that's going on right now about consent, and respect it's front and center especially for our boys right now it's not just schools that need to do talk about consent it is every level of us and we must start much earlier so you can't just expect the health teacher to just drop it in well we really really hope that you've enjoyed today's conversation looking forward to talking with maggie some more tomorrow the happy families podcast is produced by justin Rulon from bridge media craig bruce is our executive producer want to make your family happier We've got so many resources for you. You can find them all on our Facebook page at Dr. Justin Coulson's Happy Families or at our website, happyfamilies.com.au. Listener.